Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. I'm your host, Peter, and I am a certified intuitive eating pro skills facilitator and an eating psychology coach. I'm a qualified trauma-informed practitioner and wellbeing coach, and what all of this means is that I support wonderful souls to heal their relationship with food, their body, and be kinder to themselves. And so you may have noticed that um, we've had two weeks without a podcast episode. And that has been because I took two weeks off from creating content here at Nourishing Soulfully to prioritise another part of my life, which is a degree that I'm doing. Um, So a few things are kind of joining up together at the moment. And it's all about prioritising for me which is a huge part of self-care and self-kindness in my life. And I thought it was worth touching upon in this episode of um, the podcast as we're looking at self-kindness again this week and we're hearing from a wonderful soul who actually took Elevate, a course in self-kindness a couple of years ago and who is sharing what self-kindness is to them. So in terms of what that has looked like for me recently, I've looked ahead And I've done this, I've been doing this since kind of October, November last year and gone, right, with this degree that I'm doing, my final assignments, exams, etc. will be due kind of end May. Now that coincides with me going into the third trimester of pregnancy. And from what I've heard, You never really know what the third trimester could hold. And so whilst I've got plenty of focus and energy again in the second trimester, which is wonderful, I have a feeling that the third trimester, I'll probably be a bit more tired and a bit more exhausted and have less energy and focus. And so what I made sure to do, and this wasn't something that I did within two weeks, I didn't just cram lots of essay writing and revision into two weeks. I made sure back in um, November time to get ahead little by little each week with a bit more of my uni work so that when I got to this point, I could take two weeks off, get completely up to date with all of the content, Um, submit some of the final assignments so I've only got two more essays to write over the coming weeks and that will all be completed before I go into my third trimester. Now this has been done in the kindest of ways. There haven't been any really late nights or insanely early mornings. There hasn't been lots of stress and pressure on my shoulders because I've planned ahead and I've thought what is the best way that I can be kind to future me? How can I take care of future me? And so, as I said, that looked like revising and studying a little bit more than I usually would each week for the past four months, five months. Um, But it's also looked like getting to these two weeks where I really wanted to um, get ahead with assignments and submitting those assignments and online exams becoming available for me to take and clearing my diary when it comes to my nourishing soulfully work so that I was able to dedicate all of that creativity and focus into that. And I think that's a really important point that we need to remember. We may have time, we may have energy, but do we have creative energy? Do we have that creative capacity? And by creative, I don't mean 
in terms of being able to make something crafty. I mean, are you able to create something when you need to? Do you have the capacity to write that report or to um, look at problem solving certain things in your life when, when it comes to it? Or do you need to block out some time in order to protect that creative energy so that you can focus it onto one specific thing? And that's the kind thing to do because when we do that, we don't get so on top of ourselves. We don't get stressed out. We don't pressure ourselves and we don't berate ourselves for not being able to do it. Because creativity is not something that we have endless amounts of. It's something that we need to protect. We need to be uh, mindful of and we can't force it. So if you're going through a period of burnout in terms of creative burnout um, and you've done an awful lot of creating and by that I mean problem solving, writing, um, idea, coming up with ideas, all of these things are use our creative muscles and if we're burnt out, if we've just done too much and we have that creative block going on, we can't force it. So it's about being kind to ourselves and trusting that we will come back into that season of creativity. But in order to do so, rather than push and push and push, which is gonna prolong the place that we are in right now, we're better off surrendering to the fact that we don't have any much creativity at the moment. We don't have much capacity for that thing. Accepting that and considering ways in which we can recharge. So for each of us, it's gonna be different. I know certainly for me, kind of going out for walks, making sure I'm getting enough sleep, making sure that I am calm, doing you know, um, mindfulness activities, meditating, yoga, having baths and popping face masks on and watching my favorite shows, reading books, meeting up with loved ones, all of these things recharge me. Baking and cleaning and gardening, visiting new places, they are all things that recharge that creative capacity I have. And so then I'm able to use that and channel that into the things that I really need to channel it into. I hope that's been useful. I hope that, that just sharing that little bit with you has kind of made you think, oh, okay, because I, I know that in the past, before I understood the kind of seasons of creativity and that it's not something we just have endless amounts of, that we have to use it sparingly if we want to have lots of it, um, it made me less judgmental of myself and it meant that I didn't put as much pressure on myself. So then I was kinder to myself and that's, that is the aim of the game. If you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast, you're here because you want to be kinder to yourself. So this week on the podcast, we are hearing from the wonderful Jen, who actually took part in the Nourishing Soulfully course in self-kindness, Elevate, which is a life-changing course in self-kindness and self-care available online. So when Jen took part in the course back in 2021, it was um, the winter time. It had started in the September 
um, and we were really focusing, we had group calls every week, we were looking at ways in which um, those participating could be kinder to themselves and they were working through the very much tried and tested now Elevate. Um, and so Elevate is now available as an on access on demand course, which means that you can sign up to Elevate at any point and you'll be sent to the Elevate workbook, which is a printed workbook, and then you'll be able to work through this course, which is 12 topics in total, at your own pace, at a time that suits you. So you don't have to turn up to any calls, you don't have to participate in anything like that. You can just kind of dedicate this beautiful time to yourself, learning about yourself, learning to be kinder to yourself, more compassionate, and really embrace true self-care. So without further ado, let's hear from Jen and let's hear how Jen is kind to herself. My name is Jen. I'm a teacher in my 30s and I live in Spain. Self-kindness is important to me because it is the thing that keeps me grounded and happy. It's the thing that keeps me content and able to put things into perspective, I guess. Helps me to reframe my life and my worries by um, changing my perspective. I am kind to myself by doing exercise. That's weird, isn't it? Because I was always taught that exercise was a punishment and I've learned that exercise is actually um, something that can be positive and makes me feel happy. Um, I'm also kind to myself by not expecting too much from myself and by giving myself a break when I need to. I'm also looking at how I can be kinder to myself in terms of my lifestyle and the balance in my life. So I'm looking at changing, making some drastic changes, to be honest, um, by going part-time. I Fortunately, I'm in the position where I might be able to and just to think about what my priorities are and whether I can actually give myself more time um, rather than more money to make my life a little bit more balanced. And I do appreciate that that's a very privileged response to the question. Um, so I'll also say I am kind to myself by um, journaling when I need to at times of stress. So understanding how to um, be kind to myself and help myself at stress points by journaling and um, organising my time and planning out my months, my weeks and my days where I feel stressed. That really helps me and I see that as self-kindness. Oh Jen, thank you so much for that message. It's wonderful to hear how you're kind to yourself and from the perspective of being your coach, in self-kindness and working with you on Elevate, it's incredible to see and hear 
how much progress you've made and the huge changes you've made to your life, which is absolutely amazing. So let's have a little look at what Jen has said together and delve into it a little bit more. So Jen has said that self-kindness is really important to her because it keeps her grounded and happy. And it's the thing that keeps her content and able to put things into perspective. And I think that that is such a really important point that we forget that it's not, self-kindness isn't a selfish thing. I think at the moment still, there is this stigma around self-care and self-kindness and self-compassion that means people think that if we take time to be kind to ourselves, we're being really selfish. But actually, if we are more grounded, we're happier, we're more content, and we're able to put things into perspective, surely that has to have the most amazing benefits for all of those around us. When we can put things into perspective, we are gonna be less stressed. We're gonna be in control, we're gonna have that clarity in life, and it means that those around us are also gonna feel like we have clarity and control and that they can trust us. Jen said that it helps her to reframe her life and her worries by changing her perspective. And I think often this is something that when people embark on Elevate, a course in self-kindness, they don't expect, they don't expect for their perspective to, com to be completely changed. And so that it reframes their life and their worries. And Jen mentioned the fact that she's kind to herself by doing exercise. And she said, that's weird, isn't it? And I remember um, Jen in Elevate sharing on group calls and in all of the things that we were doing as a group that it, it, there was this kind of barrier to exercise and how she just, she found it really difficult to change her perspective. And throughout the course, Jen kind of started trying different elements of joyful movement. So we've got one of the topics is around joyful movement and embracing that and finding the types of movement that work for you. Um, and that really does entail a lot of self-kindness because we have to be accepting of what works for us and try different things out and be patient with ourselves and to be open-minded as well with ourselves. Jen said that she is kind to herself by not expecting too much and by giving herself a break. And oh my goodness me, <laughs> I think everyone could do with lowering their expectations. We just have such high expectations of what we can do. We're comparing ourselves to others all of the time that we forget that the likelihood is we don't see half of the things that's going on for them, but we're applying those expectations to ourselves without the help they may have, without the circumstances that they may have. And Jen shared that she is creating more balance in her life. This is a huge, huge change to be making when it comes to self-kindness, and one I am sure she's going to benefit from so much. I know through completing Elevate, Jen learned a lot about journaling and how to journal during stressful times, during times of anxiety, in a way that could support her and really use it as a tool for self-kindness and self-compassion. Um, so some people come to Elevate having 
done lots of journaling. Some people come to Elevate having never journaled before. And then there are people who come to Elevate who have kind of dipped their toes in the water of journaling. And they're like, oh, I've tried it a little bit, but it's not for me, or I don't really get it, or I don't think it works. So Elevate certainly teaches you how to use journaling as a tool for self-care to really increase and improve your self-kindness. And finally, Jen mentioned organising her time and planning out by month and week and day in order to not feel as stressed. And this is something we look at. We look at time management, at planning and preparing for your future self to be kind to your future self. A little bit like what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, we delve into it in a much deeper way. It's, I love to hear ways in which people are kind to themselves because I think it gives so much inspiration to this community and so much motivation and drive to embrace that self-kindness. And even if this podcast episode only reaches one of you and that one person kind of goes, do you know what, actually, I'm going to do X, Y and Z to be kinder to myself. It's so worth it. So if you would like to share your ways in which you're kind to yourself, please pop an email over to Peter, that's P-E-T-A at nourishingsoulfully.com and um, you can send me a voice message or we can record that um, for the podcast and I'll pop it on the podcast and we'll do an episode all around how you are kind to yourself. I hope this has been useful today for you. And just as a reminder, Elevate, the life-changing course in self-kindness is available at any time for you to enroll on. Just head to nourishingsoulfully.com forward slash elevate and you'll be able to sign up there. And then I will personally pop your Elevate workbook in the post so that it reaches you as soon as possible. And you will have access to the Elevate website within 24 hours of signing up as well. And on the Elevate website, there are audio coaching sessions. There are questions and journaling prompts for you to answer. There are lots of resources for you to delve into. And I am on hand via email to answer any of your self-care and self-kindness questions when they pop up for you during the course. I would love to welcome you on to Elevate. It truly is one of the greatest things I have ever created. Um, and I hope for it to be around for a very, very long time. Until next time, be gentle, be kind. Remember, you're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.